At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. This is the Greg Peterson experience. He was like a god walking amongst mere mortals. He had a voice that could make a Wolverine purr. On VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. It's our number two of the Greg Peterson experience on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. And we do have a tremendous hour for you as we're going to be talking a lot of basketball in this hour. We're going to get things started with some college basketball. I'll give you guys my DK Nation pick for Monday. Not quite as warm as I was going into last week, but you know what? We're on a 15-5 and five run in the last 20, so we're going to be looking to keep it going and coming off of a nice win with the under in Houston versus Memphis. Fortunately, we dodged over time on that one because that was one that, if that didn't come through, that would have been a little bit rough, but we got it there and got some good action that is going to be going down for Monday and We've got a lot to talk about in terms of the professional association as well. We're going to be doing that a little bit later on with Albert Wynn. You know him better as the analytics capper. He's over there at Action Network. Does absolutely tremendous work. We're going to be talking some NBA with him in about 15 minutes. And we're going to be talking some college basketball in a second. But just a friendly reminder that if you miss any picks that are made by myself, any of the guests on the show, what have you, visa.com slash picks for all of that. And if you miss any part of the show today, Go to vsun.com slash podcast. You're able to check out every single hour of every single Greg Peterson experience show, but really all the shows here at vsun, whether you like Follow the Money, a numbers game, one of the newer shows like Sharp Money, you're able to go down the list. All of these shows that we do here at vsun, you're able to find at vsun.com slash podcast. And it is Sean who posts up all those hours. He does absolutely tremendous work. Our audio engineer, Taylor, always gets me set up for those of you guys who are listening on Sports Map Radio. 
He's the one that does an absolutely tremendous job there. For those of you that are watching on YouTube TV, Visa.com, what have you, all the graphics that you see on the screen, that is courtesy of our technical director, Dakota, and sitting in in the, in the producer's chair, my first ever producer that we had on the Greg Peterson Experience, good old White. He does amazing work as well, taking a look at all things UNLV. So if you're a fan of the UNLV women's basketball team, you probably know Wyatt Tomchek. He does absolutely amazing work. Always great to get him aboard. A little bit of a reunion from when we were doing this more on the weekends about 18 or so months ago. So always great to have all those gentlemen aboard. And let's try to pay off their efforts because the people behind the scenes, they are absolutely tremendous. They are the best of the best and they deserve someone that is giving out some winners. So hopefully we could stay warm and we go to the Ryzen League for this one. 871, 872 on the betting board. Matter of fact, we're going to be taking a look at a team from my home state, the UW-Milwaukee Panthers. They're going to be playing us. They're actually not going to be playing us. They're technically the bottom team, but this game is being played out there in Indianapolis. So they're just playing a neutral court game against Cleveland State. Cleveland State, the lower-seeded team, is the three-point favorite, and your total is aimed between 147.5 and 148.5. With this total, I did something I told at 147. I'm going to be looking under. You saw two games in the matchup between these two. One went over, and one went under, despite the fact that it went to overtime. So that was a very, very overwhelming under. As a matter of fact, that was 68-64 to 64 at the end of overtime so i do think that you've got a little bit of an overinflated total this is a cleveland state team that's outside the top 250 in terms of possessions per game now uw milwaukee is very much more of a brisk paced team and putting it politely because they rank 17th of the country in terms of total possessions per game but i do think that this game is going to be slowed down just a little bit because i do think that uw milwaukee is going to try to take a little bit of better care with the ball and taking a look at the two games that these teams played this season UW-Milwaukee across those two games, they committed seven more turnovers than Cleveland State. But what UW-Milwaukee also did is they grabbed seven more rebounds than Cleveland State, and that is a big battle in this thing. Can UW-Milwaukee hold on to the ball? 346th in the country is UW-Milwaukee in possessions that end in a turnover. Meanwhile, Cleveland State is ranked 17th of the country in turnovers force on a per-possession basis. While that works out well for Cleveland State, this does not. The fact that Cleveland State is not doing necessarily the world's greatest job on the glass. They allow opponents in their road slash neutral court games to grab 34.4% of their missed shots as offensive rebounds. That is 355th out of 363 D1 teams. You've got a UW-Milwaukee team that it does very much as a whole is greater than some of its parts approach and rebounds by committee. Among their top six scores. You've got five of them, giving you at least 4.3 rebounds per game. Nobody really gives you north of 5.2, but you do have someone in Armad Rain who does give you a little bit over two blocks per contest, so he's able to be a nice post presence, and UW-Milwaukee is also going to have the best score on their side. That'd be B.J. Freeman. B.J. Freeman overall for the season, he's averaging 17.5 points, five rebounds, three assists per game, and he's been able to do a really good job all year long for this UW-Milwaukee team, that they do have balanced scoring. And for Cleveland State, very much balanced scoring for them as well. You've got Tate Williams along to Sean Parker in the backcourt, both giving you right around like 10, 11 points per game. Tristan Irenura is their main scorer. He's been able to supply about 13 points, six rebounds. He's been solid, but it just does not compare to Freeman. And how about this run for Freeman since New Year's Eve? So last 18 games in total, 
Freeman has been on fire. 21.9 points, 3.9 assists, 6 rebounds on 36.1% three-point shooting, and that is on volume, 8.23s per game. So he is chucking them up from three. He's hitting them from three. UW-Milwaukee in the science fan, 13-5 and five in this 18-game heater that P.J. Freeman has had. And we were talking about this with Tom Casale in our number one. Us both not being a subscriber and, oh, it's really hard to knock off a team three times. I actually went through and I did the research. Actually, someone else did. Jordan Sperver. He is at Hoops Vision 68. He had this data. According to every single matchup from the last decade, so from 2010 to 2019, every single time a team went 2-0 in the regular season and then there was a third matchup, teams in that third matchup that won the first two games, 8 56 and 338. That is a win percentage of 72%. So, is it really hard to knock off a team three times? I think it's a little bit of an overblown narrative. I think that UW Milwaukee is a better team. I think that they've got the best score out there. I think they're going to be able to win the battle on the glass. I like UW Milwaukee outright on the money line. I'm seeing a plus 130 price. If you get a better number, I like it. If you don't want to be taking the money line as well and you want to just take the plus three i'm not against that as well by all means you just bet what's comfortable with you but my write-up that is on uw milwaukee on the money line and with this total anything above a 147 i'm going to be taking a look at the under as well let's dive into that other game that is going to be happening in the rise and league this is going to be the game that preludes cleveland state and uw milwaukee this is northern kentucky and youngstown state 869, 870 on the betting board. The Penguins of Youngstown State, anywhere between a two and a half to a three point favorite. And your total on this game, in between 136 half and 137 half. I've got a wife who is not necessarily too much of a fan of college basketball, but Youngstown State has become her favorite team because she likes Penguins. So, well, can we go against that? I don't think so. Well, obviously, that's not part of the handicap for me, but I did make Youngstown State a three and a half point favorite. I'm going to be willing to lay a two and a half to a three with them just because with Youngstown State, this team has been able to do a really efficient job with their offense as they rank at the top 10 nationally in terms of points scored on a per possession basis. Now, they do leave a little bit of something to be desired when it comes to points allowed on a per possession basis, but with Youngstown State, they do a nice job of being able to rebound by committee as you've got Malik Green along with Adrian Nelson been able to combine for right in the neighbor about 16 and a half rebounds per game and a big thing with this Youngstown State team is that the uh, the offense has been able to travel they are fifth in the country in terms of points scored on a per possession basis in a roadside shoot record environment and they're going up against a northern Kentucky team that they really have one true rebounder and that would be uh, Chris Brandon who's been able to do a nice job down low he's been able to give the team a little bit over nine rebounds per game Really an offensive rebounding machine as well. Northern Kentucky does a good job of being able to get second chances, but he's the only guy in the roster that gives you really north of 4.2 rebounds per game. Northern Kentucky, they play as slow as slow gets. If you look at their raw possessions per game, Northern Kentucky is clocking in at 341st. This despite the fact that they have played multiple like double overtime games and just games in general that they should have ended to regulation, but they're getting extra possessions there. One of the leaders in all of college basketball in terms of overtime minutes played. So if you actually take a look on a per 40-minute basis, Northern Kentucky is a bottom 20 team in terms of total possessions per game. But also with this Northern Kentucky team, you do have a dominant scorer, Marquise Warwick. He's been able to supply the team with 19 points per game, shoots about 38%. 
from three-point range. And the last time these two teams played, Northern Kentucky got their style. They were able to hold the Youngstown State to just very few possessions. Problem was, Youngstown State, they were able to execute their offense. Northern Kentucky was not. That was a 74-58 win for Youngstown State. And I think that we could see something very similar. It's not a Youngstown State team that's necessarily going to completely lock you down with regards to their defense, but they've been playing a little bit better. Their guards and Brandon Rush, along with Wayne Coyle, have been able to pick up the system a little bit better. And Coyle, he has been an absolutely tremendous scorer, right around 18 points per game. He's shooting 47.5% from three-point range. But you do take a look at this Penguins bunch, and they come in giving up 66 points or fewer in three out of their last five games. And if you want to go a little bit further back, they've given up 73 points or fewer and now eight out of their last 12. So this is a young Sun State team that has been able to buckle down a little bit more with their defense. With Northern Kentucky, they are going to be able to generate a few turnovers. You've got a guy in Sam Finson who's able to give you 11 points. He gives you multiple steals per contest. And then Xavier Rhodes is able to shoot it quite well from three-point range. But I do think that Northern Kentucky gets their style. I think that Youngstown State, much like they did the last time these two teams played in early February, they just play a little bit of a better brand of basketball. So situation where I did say Youngstown State is a three-and-a-half-point favorite, I'm going to be willing to lay it. Semi-total, 135-and-a-half. We've seen the opener of 139-and-a-half come down to more around 137, 137-and-a-half. So comfortable with taking a look at this total under as well. So we've hit some college basketball here on the show. Now we've got to hit a little NBA, as it has been very interesting since the trade deadline, and a man that does a great job of looking at the association is Albert Wynn. You know him better as the analytics capper over at Action Network. He joins me next on the Greg Peterson Experience on Beeson, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now wherever you listen. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo play what's up i'm john wall and i'm cj toledano and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called point game we're now joined by three-time nba six man of the year elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest 
Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what so. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because it ain't it? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're experiencing Hoops Peterson himself on VSN, the sports betting network. Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook is the place to be for hockey and NHL action. Join us every week for new promotions like the Tuesday Hockey for a School Insurance, Saturday Hockey Same Game Parlay Bet and Get, Weekly Pro Basketball Bet and Get, and so much more. Check out BetRivers.com or download the BetRivers app today as it's a whole new game. We're back here on the Greg Peterson Experience of Easton, the Sports Bank Network, and it's great to be joined by this man as Albert Wynn does absolutely incredible work over at Action Network. You may know him a little bit better as the analytics capper. He does a great job breaking down so many different things. And Albert, it is always a pleasure, my friend. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. I am riding on cloud nine right now. It's the most profitable weekend I've had in terms of betting and across all sports. I hit a 20 to one golf bet, which was nice to cherry on top there to the weekend. But I'm excited to get into the NBA and get into, uh, you know, conference tournament time with you, Greg. Absolutely. And <laughs> It was a very, very nice week for anyone that took 300 to one in the golf as well. I was not one of those people. I would like to associate myself with anyone that might have hit that because I'm sure that there might be some extra walking around money and perhaps I could be able to swindle a free beverage and or meal out of that. But I mean, <laughs> man, it's been a lot of a lot of fun to be able to take a look at. But I want to get your thoughts first on what you've made out of the Phoenix Suns and their first few games with Kevin Durant in the fold. We saw them just barely be able to pull it out on Sunday as they were able to knock off the Dallas Mavericks battle of the two teams that made the blockbuster moves by kind of 130 to 126. And I do think that it's fascinating to take a look at because no doubt the Dallas Mavericks offense is looking very good, but mm-hmm. I just don't know if I could really buy into this team with Kyrie Irving along with Luka Doncic because I just have a fear that for one, it just feels like every single team that Kyrie Irving is with something somehow, some way goes wrong. If it's not one thing, it's another, but on top of that for the Mavericks, they're clearly showing that they're not able to play a look of defense. Yeah. First of all, this was a great weekend of NBA basketball. Again, all these games on primetime tele- television or national TV were all really good. When we're talking about the Phoenix Suns and the Dallas Mavericks, I think the the headline out of it is most likely going to be the Devin Booker versus Luka Doncic. They got into it at the end of the game. Luka missed a potential game-tying uh, shot to get in overtime. A very, very easy layup. And I think, uh, you know, Devin Booker was making fun of him for that. But no, as, as far as, as the game is concerned, four-point win for the Suns. They dropped 130 points, Greg, and it was an easy 130 points. They got baskets left and right, layups, wide open threes. Uh, Dallas was basically double teaming Kevin Durant any the entire fourth quarter, anytime they, they got, which led to wide open shots on the weak side for Phoenix. You're right. 
the Dallas Mavericks with this, you know, current roster here with two really, really premier, gifted, talented scorers in Luka Doncic and Kyrie Irving, they just don't play any lick of defense. And I think that's going to be an issue for them moving forward. To me, the only reason why this game in particular was close was Tim Hardaway was on fire. I think he hit five three-pointers in the first half, which kept the Dallas Mavericks afloat. And, um, you know, I don't know if we're going to see this matchup in the playoffs because I do think that Phoenix is going to continue to rise. Denver potentially, or sorry, Dallas potentially may slide. Um, But yeah, I think these are two teams moving in opposite directions. Oh, I totally agree with you. And for the Phoenix Suns, still a little bit hesitant on them in terms of like actual title features in itself. But in a wide open West, I think that they could potentially come out of that. I just still think that the best teams are out East. And we saw two of those on display on Saturday. That would be the Philadelphia 76ers and the Milwaukee Bucks. For the Bucks, they were riding that super-duper long win streak, and the 76ers were finally able to break it to an end. It felt like it was never going to end, and for the Milwaukee Bucks, they almost made sure that that wasn't coming to an end. Giannis had himself a very nice game in that one, but what did you see out of the Philadelphia 76ers? Because for me, it's still a 1-2 between the Bucks and the Celtics, but the 76ers have, have sort of carved themselves out as a number three, and I moved them mm-hmm. up just a notch for that win. Yeah, heading into that game Saturday night, the Bucks had won 16 straight games, longest winning streak in the NBA. Uh, Giannis was playing at MVP levels. Um, but that is a very impressive road win for the Philadelphia 76ers. Uh, they they went into that game with a few guys you know, on the men or got injured during the game. So that was a shorthanded fourth quarter comeback for them. They scored 48 points on the uh, Milwaukee Bucks at home. Milwaukee, who's known for their defense, known for their length and shot blocking. Um, Philly was able to drop 48 points there in the fourth to come back and win. Harden with a, an awesome game, 38, 9, and 10. I put this in my notes, Greg. If if James Harden in any series can play as the second or third player, because you expect Embiid to be there. You expect Embiid to deliver night in and night out. But if Harden is going to compete with the second best player on the court, I think Philadelphia is a really, really good dark horse to win the Eastern Conference. I believe they're plus 750 right now to win the East. They have all the talent in the world. It's really going to be about uh, health, um, camaraderie in terms of their, their play on the field or on the court. And also Doc Rivers, he needs to be able to make adjustments on the fly we haven't seen that since 2010, so we'll see if he can do that in the playoffs. And who do you think has a little bit more value in the East as a dark horse? Is it the 76ers, or is it perhaps the New York Knicks? As the New York Knicks, they were able to get themselves a massive double overtime win against the Boston Celtics. I still do have my concerns with the New York Knicks when they're at home, because honestly, it feels like they play better on the road than they do at home, but Julius Randle has really been able to take things over. And with Tom Thibodeau, there's just always something that I trust with him. Now, when things go bad, they go really bad. He's been known after a few years to run his guys into the ground. But, I mean, with this New York Knicks team, you know that you're going to get a good effort night in and night out. And for those that are betting the NBA day in and day out, the Knicks are one of the very few teams because they do have Tom Thibodeau that you trust to have a relatively normal lineup unless if there is actual true injuries and not this load management stuff. Yeah, he does only tend to play seven or eight guys. You're right there. Um, 
But with the Milwaukee Bucks loss on Saturday night, the hottest team in the NBA right now are the New York Knickerbockers. I believe they won nine straight games. Um, Greg alluded to this. It was a great double overtime win on the road without their second best player. Jalen Brunson did not play in this game. So you had basically 100 points from three guys. Emmanuel Quickly, who's now the front runner to win Sixth Man of the Year award, he was plus 12,000 just 10 days ago, by the way. He's now the front runner to win that award. He had 38 points tonight. Julius Randle, 31. And RJ Barrett, who's been struggling, had 29 points today. So an amazing performance there. I would say this, it, it, it was a lot easier to score on Boston tonight. There was no Robert Williams, so interior defense was was hurt. No Malcolm Brogdon, so uh, you know perimeter defense was hurt. So it was easy for the Knicks to score on them. Um, it's still very impressive. As far as value in the East, your question was between the Sixers and the Knicks. I still value the Sixers just because we know the game is going to slow down in the postseason. You still have your horse there in Joel Embiid. No one can really match up with him in the post uh, physically, and I think that's going to really wear down uh, opponents. Again, it's really going to be based on health. Yep, it always is when it comes to the Philadelphia 76ers, but I do agree with you. I do think that there is a little bit more upside still with the 76ers because I do want to see the Knicks, as strange as it is, play sort of that way a little bit more at home as well, which they've been beginning to, but I want to see a little bit more there, and something that we really want to see is the Warriors be able to pull out a road win. They've been one of the best teams at home (laughs) all season long. On the road, it's been a little bit, not a little bit of a different story. It's been a whole lot of a different story. Let's call it what it is. But the Warriors have now been able to win five straight games. And in a wide open West, where do you value them? Because I still can't put them above a team like the Denver Nuggets until they do string together a few more wins on the road. But it is a Warriors team that we all know that they've got the pedigree. And we all know that they've got some of the most talented players on the face of planet Earth. Yeah, I'll be completely blatant here. I have zero value on this team right now. In the last 23 years, they have the worst against the spread record on the road in the NBA. So 23 years going. This is the defending NBA champions, and they can't even cover on the road. In terms of straight-up record, they I believe they are 6-7-24, and 24, which is the second worst outright in the NBA. The only team that's worse tied are the San Antonio Spurs and the Houston Rockets, two of the worst teams ever. Um, So I really can't believe in this team because they're not going to have home court advantage in the playoffs, and you expect one of the worst road teams ever to win a majority of their road games to to advance in the playoffs. I just don't see that. I know there's a lot of pedigree. I know Steph Curry came back tonight. That was a really disappointing loss without LeBron James and D'Angelo Russell for the Lakers. So I'm very, very bearish on the Golden State Warriors. I have been all season long. They don't play enough defense to really, you know, do anything or move the needle for me. So I'm going to stay away. Yeah, it's hard to take a theme at 10-1 to win the title. That is 7-24 on the road to your point. And yeah, yeah, it's just so crazy because typically you associate that with younger teams. This is a Warriors team that's a little bit older, but a man that is very wise is Albert Wynn. We're going to continue a little NBA chatter with him on the flip side and then turn it to some college basketball futures right here on the Greg Peterson Experience on Visa, the Sports Bay Network. You're 
introducing Hoops Peterson himself on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vcin.com to check out the current betting splits data. Want to know where the money and the bets are moving on every single game? Well, the betting splits page is updated with DraftKings odds every 10 minutes, so that way you are able to see all the changes of the action, find out where the public is betting based on the number of tickets, and where the money does not match up with the public opinion. You're able to check out not just today's action, but future events as well as betting splits are another way that vcin is here to make you a smarter, better year-round. So check out today's betting splits for every single game now at visa.com. We're back here on the Greg Peterson Experience on Visa and the Sports Bank Network. And great to be rejoined by Albert Wynn, who does great work as a man that you might know a little bit better as the analytics capper. And Albert, we are doing this as the Clippers versus Memphis game is wrapping up. And boy, I mean, if you took a look at that Memphis versus Clippers game, you had the wide range of emotions, no matter who you bet on, because with the Memphis Grizzlies, I think that they had a 51 points in the third quarter, and their offense went straight down the toilet bowl in the fourth. But what do you make out of the Memphis Grizzlies, not just from Sunday, but just moving forward? Because the John Morant situation, there's a lot off the court that we're not going to be discussing on this show. We're just concerned about actually making money for your bankroll, not necessarily as much the drama that is ensuing there. But it is a very tricky situation because this is one of those ordeals where off-the-court things is now spilled into what we need to gauge on the court and how you're able to gauge this team in the futures market as well because there's a lot of mystery. Yeah, we were talking about this offline, but you're right. The second half is hilarious. They have 51 points in the third quarter and only 68 in the entire second half. Uh, that doesn't add up at all. But anyways, yes, the John Morant thing is is uh, it's drama. It's a fiasco. There's a lot of things going uh, unraveling with this team. It's not only John Morant. Brandon Clark tore his Achilles, and he's going to be out for the rest of the year and majority of next year as well. Um, this is a team that Dylan Brooks was suspended because he just had his 16th te- technical foul. There's a lot of things going wrong when it comes to this team, but from a handicapping perspective, those are the situations where I like to actually jump in. I like to actually um, back negative nudes and fade uh, positive news. but And this is the most negative you can get, basically, for a team. With that being said, I'm going to take the wait and a see approach with this with, with this team. I still think they are very, very talented, especially if they get in transition. They're one of the scariest teams to defend uh, when, they, when they get out on transition and run on you, especially at home in Memphis. They have one of the best home court advantages in the entire NBA. I'm not sure where Jaws head is at. I'm not sure where the the franchise is at where, where when it comes to their star player. But he, he if he does come back, I think it's it would be good value to jump in a futures market, whether it's winning the West, winning the finals, something like that. But um, right now, I'm I'm definitely going to stay away from them just because there's so many unknowns. Yep, no doubt about it, and certainly not something that you want to be teaching your kids about, to say the least. What's going on with John Morant, but Man, it's certainly an interesting ordeal, and they do still have some very good defenders like Triple J. He's been able to do an amazing job for this Memphis Grizzlies team, so we shall see what happens there. And I know that in terms of the NBA, just a little bit more of a game-to-game perspective, Albert. You've got one play from Monday. Take me through what you're looking at in the Toronto Raptors and Denver Nuggets game with the Nuggets being a seven-point favorite. Yeah, I'm going to back the Raptors here. The Raptors are... Only ninth place in the East, but that means they're still playing for something. They're, it's hard to quantify motivation 
or, or focus here, but they are in the midst of a, a playoff battle. Whereas, honestly, the Nuggets have the number one seed in the West locked up. They're up six games on the Memphis Grizzlies. Uh, they also have the tiebreaker for the season, which means they're up seven games, truthfully. So um, I, I'm pretty much confident in saying that the the West is theirs in terms of the number one overall seed. I don't think they're going to, you know, take these games less seriously, but I do think there's potential to sit guys here and there, especially guys that coming off serious injuries, right? We know Michael Porter Jr. with his back issues for the last three, four years. Jamal Murray is still coming off an ACL injury. He's done great this season, but it's been a little more inconsistent. Um, I think he's going to have some time off. Uh, Aaron Gordon, who's been one of their you know, horses, one of their staples this year. He's been dealing with injuries the last couple of weeks. So those top three guys, I expect to sit here and there. Um, maybe they don't sit for the game, but they'll play less minutes. I think that's where you're going to see teams like the Toronto Raptors who are very long, very athletic, and shoot the three ball very well, especially in a, in an atmosphere in Denver where you know the game is going to be up and down. I think they have a live chance to win that game outright but I'm going to stick with the plus seven there. I do think that's a good approach to be able to take. You're getting seven points with a Toronto Raptors team that has been fascinating all year long. I thought that they were going to be sellers a little bit more at the trade deadline, but things are starting to regroup for them a little bit. So we shall see how they fare on Monday. And Albert, I know something else that you're checking out is conference tournament action in terms of college basketball as well. I know that you've got a few dark horses and how about if we start in the ACC? Because, man, you've got Miami is the number one seed overall in this tournament. Duke is the team with the shortest odds to be able to win the ACC tournament at mm -hmm. DraftKings at plus 280. But this is a wide-open tournament involving a lot of teams that I'm going to call what it is. There's no defense being played in the ACC, and this is legitimately not a good conference. I wish I could say it any other way, but... I really can't, but there is a team that catches your eye that is a little bit further down the odds board that you think could be able to make a little bit of a run, certainly in this tournament and perhaps on the national landscape. Yeah, I would love to hear your thoughts on this team, but Clemson, uh, you know, in terms of overall record, they've won more than 70% of the games. And yes, this is a down year for this conference, but they've won over 70% of conference games as well. So I like to look at those type of consistencies uh, from non-conference play versus conference play, and they want more than 70% in both areas. They also have a variety of ways to attack you. They have four guys right now averaging in double-figure points, and all four guys, you're not going to have to worry about them closing out games. All four of them shoot above 80% from the free throw line. Greg, as you know, when it comes to tournament play, both the conference as well as, as the NCAA tournament, it's really going to come down to guard play and free throw shooting, especially in close games. And with someone like Clemson, I I'm very confident that they're going to hit their free throws. And I do think that Clemson is a team that does provide a lot of value with regards to the ACC conference. I don't know if they do it in an NCAA tournament setting because, once again, this is a conference that in general is not playing any defense whatsoever, and Clemson has been a little bit lax with that. But having a pair of guys in P.J. Hall along with Hunter Tyson that have size, they're able to bury threes. And Albert, you just mentioned something that I think is very important. This Clemson team does not beat themselves. They only turn the ball about 11, 11 half times per game. They hit their free throws. I think that that's very big in an environment where, well, there's not a lot of teams that are necessarily doing a good job of being able to get stops. So if you're able to prevent yourself 
from committing those mistakes. I do think that that lends a little bit of value. And the other conference I know that you're really taking a look at, this, in my opinion, is by far the best conference in all of college basketball. That would be the Big 12. No shortage of good teams here. There's a lot of teams playing really good defense. There's a lot of teams playing some really good offense. But I know you strayed away from the traditional Kansas and Texas. Take me through what you do like in terms of this conference. Perhaps it's a little bit of a future, whether that be in the conference tournament or the NCAA tournament. Yeah, living here in Texas, the Big 12 is really our front and center, not only in, in basketball, but football as well. So I follow this conference pretty closely. I'm very high on Kansas State. Um, I know they're not your uh, you know, familiar name, especially in this conference, especially in basketball, but this is the best conference in, in, in the country. They won over 60% of the games in this conference, including really uh, two really quality wins in the last couple of weeks, Iowa State and Baylor. Baylor had just come off, I believe, a really convincing win against Texas, and Kansas State went into Waco and beat them. So that's super Im- impressive there. They have superstar NBA-level talent in Keontae Johnson. And then, again, I mentioned this earlier. So we talked about free throw shooting. The second component to tournament play is guard play. And they have two starting guards that are seniors. I think they're going to be able to really keep that team and galvanize that team and not and not let the moment to get too big for them. So I do like Kansas State. Would love to hear your thoughts. And Jerome Tang, I think, deserves some recognition for perhaps coach of the year as well. Marquise Noel is a good defender. Need to cut down on the turnovers a little bit, but it's a Kansas State team I like. And at plus 650 in terms of their futures to be able to win the Big 12, I don't know your thoughts, Albert, but in terms of a lot of these conference tournament futures, I would instead be taking a look at some money line rollovers rather than taking the plus 650 because I think betting game to game and rolling it over would provide a much better payout. Oh, that's great advice. That's not something I've done personally. So that's I'll look into that with Kansas State and Clemson. I do think that you'd be able to get some really good payouts there. And a man that does a great job of finding so much for us does an amazing job taking a look at both forms of basketball, football, list goes on and on. That's you, Albert. You do a great work over there at Action Network. Always appreciate your time. Thank you. Thank you, Greg, for having me on again. I love doing this every single week. Continue to win your bets, and let's let's get it going. Absolutely. It is always great to get Albert Wynn of Action Network aboard. And coming up next, let's take a look at the West Coast Conference Tournament right here on the Greg Peterson Experience on Visa, the Sports Bank Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Classes in session. Find Try This from the Washington Post wherever you listen. 
Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because it ain't me? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're experiencing Hoops Peterson himself on VSN, the sports betting network. Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook is the place to be for hockey and NBA action. Bet Rivers has you covered with every line odd and boost. Join us every week for new promotions like our Tuesday Hockey First Goal Insurance, Saturday Hockey Same Game Parlay Bet and Get, Weekly Pro Basketball Bet and Get, and so much more. Check out BetRivers.com or download the Bet Rivers app today as it is a whole new game. We're back here on the Greg Peterson Experience on Visa and the Esports Bank Network. Was great to be able to get Albert win aboard. He does great work over at Action Network. Talked a little NBA, talked a little college basketball, talked some futures as well. And I do think that that is a very good pro tip for this show as well. Visa.com slash subscribe. You're able to sort these by show and by sport. If you're taking a look at these conference tournament futures, you can maximize your payout by going with a little bit of a money line rollover. And what this entails is instead of just taking... If you'd bet $25, just throw out there an arbitrary amount, on Kansas State to win the Big 12. Instead, you take that $25, you place it on Kansas State's first game in the Big 12 tournament, you take the $25 plus your winnings, and you just keep rolling it over until either A, they win, or B, they lose. And with this as well, on top of getting a better payout if you do a rollover, if you find a bad matchup with Kansas State, If Kansas State, like, say, wins game number two in the Big 12 tournament and all of a sudden you have Marquise Noel fall off the roller coaster, break every bone in his body like we saw on the much-acclaimed film Dodgeball, well, you're able to walk away from the table with your winnings. You can do what you will with it. You can store it for safekeeping, but we all know you're probably going to be placing a bet on someone else. Well, there you go. You're able to be covered. So I do think that that is very important to be taking a look at maximize that value and at the same time give yourself a little bit of added protection but let's dive into some college basketball games that we are going to be seeing on Monday and 
Let's take a look at the West Coast Conference. We touched upon these games a little bit with our good friend Tom Casale of Action Network in our number one, but I do think that it's very befuddling what we're seeing with this line movement in BYU versus St. Mary's, and yeah, address it. 881, 882 on the betting board. It is BYU facing off against St. Mary's. This from the Orleans Arena in lovely Las Vegas, and St. Mary's opened up a seven-point favorite. We've seen this come down to six and a half in a lot of spots. We're seeing some sixes surface as well. Your total is anywhere between 130 and a half and 131 and a half. The one thing I will say for BYU is that they played St. Mary's relatively tough throughout the regular season. Both games were single-digit games. Both of the games were within eight points, but with the St. Mary's team, I just think that they're on another level. If you take a look at regulation and regulation only, St. Mary's is a bottom 25 team in terms of possessions per game. They get their slow, grimy tempo, and they just have so many guys that are able to contribute for this team. You've got Fusani Trayer on the side of BYU. He's been rock solid. He's been able to give you 13 points, 8 rebounds per contest, but with BYU, Sarah Lee would be proud of the amount of turnovers that they produce, about 14.5 per game. And you've got a St. Mary's team that they just do the little things right. They turn the ball over 10.5 times per game. You've got someone in Mitchell Saxon who's going to be able to match up with Trayer down low. He's been able to supply about 11.8 points, 8 rebounds per game. This team does a good job of being able to generate steals. They're 6th in the country in terms of playing slot on a per-possession basis. And you've got so many guys that are able to light it up from the outside. You've got out of your top 3 scores, 2 guys that both shoot north of 40.5% from 3-point range. Ada Mahaney, Alex Dusas. They've been able to combine for about 27 points per game. Logan Johnson, just Mr. Swiss Army Knife himself. He gives you a seal and a half, 4.9 rebounds, 14.7 points, 3.7 assists per game. It's just such a well-put-together St. Mary's team. Really outside those two games that they played against Gonzaga. And one of those games went to overtime, which is the lone reason why they gave up 70 points. So if you look in regulation and in regulation only, this team has given up north of 68 points twice this entire year and one of those or they've given up north of 69 points twice this entire year one of those was the season opener that they played against oral roberts they gave up approximately 70 points in that game this team just mauls you on defense meanwhile you've got a byu team that they have rudy williams who's able to give you right around 12 points per game and their defending is not too bad Ranking in the top 65 nationally in terms of points allowed on a per-possession basis in this conference is honestly relatively good. But for BYU, you've got to fear that they're not going to be able to take care of the ball. They do have some nice three-point shooters on their team. As someone like a Spencer Howard has been able to shoot right around 45% from three-point range. You've been able to get some good contributions from someone like Gideon George, who's been able to give you 12.6 rebounds per game. But I do take a look at the St. Mary's team. I do think that they are going to be able to get their slow, grimy style just like they have throughout the entire rivalry between these two in recent years with BYU. They were able to hold in there in their last matchup, 71-65, to but BYU had to shoot 9 of 19 from three-point range in that one. I don't think that on a neutral court, they're going to be able to hold up. I think that St. Mary's wins out with their slow, grimy style. I set my total at 128. I'm going to be willing to dive under, and I'm willing to lay the points here with St. Mary's feel like they should be closer to an eight-point favorite. How about if we hit the game that should be a little bit more up-tempo? This is 883, 884 on the board. Gonzaga is going to be playing against San Francisco from out here in lovely Las Vegas. For San Francisco, they opened up a 12.5-point underdog. Now they're between a 14 to a 15-point underdog. 
and your total is between 160 and 160 and a half. This line is just went too far. Honestly, I thought the opener was a very good line. I, I set my number at a 13, so at 12 and a half, I was thinking, hey, you know what? This gets down to like a 12. It's a buy spot for me on Gonzaga. Is starting to play a little bit more of a morsel of defense. It's still a no for me. I recognize that the last time these two teams played, Gonzaga dominated that game. That was 99 to 81. I'll call it what it is. The final score, not as close as a true, or final score made it look closer than it truly was. Gonzaga was up like 27 points with about seven minutes remaining, but you still have a San Francisco team that has a pair of guys in the backcourt. Khalil Shabazz, Tyrell Ghost Roberts, they're able to combine for about 33 and a half points per game. And San Francisco has actually done a very good job of hitting the road this season. Not so much with their defense. San Francisco leaving a lot to be desired on the defensive side of things. 191st in the country in terms of points a lot on a per possession basis, giving up 11 points more per one hour possessions when they are away from home, though. Gonzaga. 182nd in the country in terms of points allowed on a per possession basis. So very much less than savory, but you do take a look at the San Francisco team and they've done a good job of being able to play some of their best basketball when they've been away from home. They're only scoring three tenths of a point fewer per one of our possessions in a roadside shoot record environment. And it's a team that as a collective is able to shoot it well from three. Biggest thing for San Francisco is just taking care of the ball. They've Turn the ball over over 14 times per game, and they face off against a Gonzaga team that, quite frankly, doesn't generate a lot of seals. And for San Francisco, they've been able to shoot right around 36% from three-point range as a collective, so I like what they're doing there. They're able to get inside, and they're able to take a lot of good, unprotected, uh, uncontested twos with guys like an Isaiah Hawthorne and company being able to help out on that front end for Gonzaga. The big reason why their defense has been so bad is that Drew Timmy is not a good defender. Drew Timmy, one of the most awesome offensive big men that you're going to find. He's able to give you 21 points, 8 rebounds. He does an amazing job with his footwork in the paint. He is a disaster of a pick-and-roll defender. So, got to be keeping that in mind with this Gonzaga team. And I do think that that's going to be keeping San Francisco relatively lively. They do a solid job of being able to generate a few steals. Marcus Williams has not necessarily been too much of a scorer, but he's been able to give you... Some turnovers as well for Gonzaga. This team, no doubt, is going to be able to light it up from three-point range as you've got a pair of guys in Julian Strother along with Rajir Bolton. They've been able to combine for about 25 points per game, and these guys shoot it well from three. Malachi Smith is now shooting 49% from three-point range. We were wondering if Gonzaga was going to be able to get a little bit more off the pine. They certainly have been able to do so. I'm going to take a little bit of a contrarian approach and take a look at the under in this spot just because... Last time these two teams played, they did combine for about 180 points. Both of those teams were hotter than lava from three-point range. I do think that here in a neutral court environment, it is going to slog things down just a little bit. And we did see the first time around when these two teams played, neither team did get to 80 points. That was a game in which it was very much a one-to-two possession game throughout. I do think that San Francisco going to be able to hold in this game a little bit more than we saw the first time around. So I did set my number at 13. I'm going to be willing to take the points with San Francisco and made my total 157. I don't think that we're going to be seeing some sort of a 70 to 60 rock fighter or anything like that. But I do think that the number has won a little bit too far on this total. I'm going to be taking a look at this total under and I'm going to be willing to take the points with San Francisco and I'm going to find that a lot of these games with regards to conference tournaments, they do involve some tired legs as well in San Francisco. 
they had themselves an almighty sweat, though they are getting a day rest, but they had to play an overtime game in their last affair in the WCC tournament. So very important to take note of, and we're going to be taking note of that and so much more as we take a look at some conference tournament finals that are going to be happening on Monday in college basketball. That's up next right here on the Greg Peterson Experience. I'm Beeson, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details.